Welcome back in Brady Farkas show right here on WDEV, AM and FM, WDEVradio.com. A lot of talk today about Patriots and Bills, and we're certainly very, very excited for that big game on Monday Night Football, but also a lot of good local stuff to talk about as well. The UVM men's hockey team here quietly unbeaten in the last three games. Wins over Dartmouth, they win over Maine on Friday, a tie against Maine on Saturday, and even before that, they played, they've, uh, you know, they took Providence down to the wire as well. So joining us now is head coach Todd Woodcroft. Todd, I'd simply put the 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 good hockey you guys have been playing lately. What's it most attributed to? Well, I think we'll we'll kind of go backwards from the weekend. So the the game that we played on Saturday night against Maine, uh, it gets recorded as a tie, but it's actually a shootout win for us. Um, that game and the game before the night before the one nothing win, uh, I think you know people always talk about how teams play. I think our team played very well both of those games. The, the real story for both of them really was Gabe Carrier and Net. Yeah. Uh, Gabe Carrier had over fifty saves in the second night. Um, you know, it was it was fun to watch. I don't think we ever felt out of control in either game. Maine started to pour to us, uh, and they did a great job. They they generated a lot of offense, but we defended really well. And I think even going back to the Providence series that you talked about, we were up three nothing on Providence in that first, and we took a five minute major penalty, and we kind of melted, uh, which is a sign of immaturity. Often, uh, you know, you you start to feel it. And we're up three. This is going to be an easy night. It's a second second period. We can beat everybody. The chest start puffing up, and and then you a team like Providence uh, who has so much experience and so well coached, they just took to their game plan, and it's a good lesson for us. So even in some of the losses we've had, the thing I'm probably most proud about is we've never been beaten badly this whole year. We've been in every game. Um, so even the ones that we've won, they've been one-goal games. Boston College, like it's everything's been, even Dartmouth, they're, they're one-goal games. So we're learning to navigate through those difficult times. This is not a question so much specifically for you about your team or this past weekend. I'm more just curious from a, from a, a hockey standpoint. Gabe Carrier makes 50 saves. Do you look at that? And is there anything like that do you think of that we shouldn't have never put him in a position to have to make 50 saves? Is there something that happens prior where it's like, hey, his play was great, but it never should have gotten to that point? Or is it just, hey, that's just sometimes how the game goes? That, that's an astute observation. I, I would say the most important thing is where the shots come from. So we actually, I'm not as concerned about the shots as I'm concerned about scoring chances. Mm. Some teams have like uh, a mentality of shot volume. They want to funnel every puck to the net. If that puck is getting shot from outside the dots or it's at the blue line where the wall meets the blue line, like I'm not really concerned about that. We should we should be stopping it. Um, I think that anytime you're over 50 shots, it's still not a real good situation for your team defensively. Uh, but it's how you recover after the shots. And a lot of those shots came on power plays. A lot of them came... Uh, late in the game when they had a five-minute power play, uh, but our penalty kill was outstanding. But I, to me, the most important thing are the quality of the scoring chances. Um, we didn't have a copious amount of grade A scoring chances against. Even though there was a volume of shots, I never felt that we were like way behind in the game. The bench was very calm. The guys were very calm. Even with a five-minute penalty, with four and a half minutes left in the game, and that mm. carried over into overtime, the bench was right. You guys 
are taking on UMass Lowell. It's the final conference series, the final games before the Christmas holiday. You guys are going to go on about a three-week hiatus or so. So, you know, I know how college kids are. You know how college kids are. Everybody is excited for a break to recharge the batteries. How do you keep the guys focused, though, knowing that, hey, we got two more big games to play before we go on that break? It, it's a common, I think, in any any league, any professional league, and then in the same thing in NCAA. Your brain starts to think about, oh, what am I going to get my parents for Christmas? Or I got to write my letter to Santa Claus or <laughs> whatever it might be. Um, it's our job this week to make sure we're sharp and we're focused. Uh, a, a real thing we can inject this week, which is going to be really cool for the players, is, is with Steve Wheeler going to Team Norway for the World Juniors. Patrick Sharp gets to come and be on the ice and be on the bench and be part of the staff uh, for this weekend. And that's something new for the players. So that's like an energy boost to the team to be out there and see Patrick shoot and, you know, pass bucks with Patty and just to feel his energy. So that's something new for them. We're excited that it's happening exactly at this time. And then he'll be here after Christmas as well uh, for the RPI game, at least because Scott Mosher is going with team Slovakia. So it, it's really incumbent on the coaches to make sure that we are sharp. We are efficient in our video meetings that we, gather their attention on the ice with Chase Engdahl, our strength coach, off the ice. Everything has to be sharp. We have two more games to go before we can even start thinking about it. And then and really, after these two games, we still have another week of practice. Hmm. Now, that's an exam week. The practices are optional, but we know that these students are going to be wanting to get on the ice and keep their game sharp. We're not where we want to be right now. We're getting closer. And if you take off 12 days from that, then you're not really helping yourself or the team get closer. You mentioned your two assistant coaches, Steve Wheeler and Scott Moser, going to the World Junior Championships, which are always held right around Christmas time and then you know almost up till, till New Year's. That's a great opportunity for them individually. How much does that help your program also? I, I try not to be selfish by nature, uh, <laughs> but I would say that this is there's a lot of selfishness inside uh, this opportunity for Scott and for Steve. Um, these guys are now inside teams. So teams that are sending players to the NCAA, we are now coaching them. We are able to build relationships. We are able to strengthen our networks inside Norway, inside Slovakia. But we're also able to scout players that are on the teams playing against Norway, playing against Slovakia. So Norway's in a B pool. They're playing out of Copenhagen, Denmark right now. So Steve is able to see Latvia, Kazakhstan, Belarus, like teams that are bringing players. We are able to be there, watch them. And now you can talk to them. You can actively recruit them, speak to them, let them know as long as they're of age to be recruited. You can talk to them and say, hey, here's UVM. Here's what our vision is. This is our staff and start our relationship. And then the same thing for Scott. Scott Mosher is going to be in the A pool in Alberta, he's watching Team USA, he's watching Team Canada. I mean, a lot of these guys are uh, already committed, but there's so many, there's Finland in there, there's Sweden in there, there's Switzerland in there. So we're able to have firsthand insight into the players that we want to try to recruit. And if Scott Mosier ends up creating a relationship with a player on Team Finland because he's coaching against them, there's another connection right there. Hey, I coached against you in December and that's the final game. Remember me? Hmm. Well, let's talk about what UVM is going to do and what UVM can do for you that's such a cool thing and such a cool opportunity for uvm as someone in yourself who was coached all around the world how do you establish those relationships when there may be a language barrier i've always been curious about that that's it, it's it's actually pretty good i i think if you can learn how to uh, speak hockey language 
that's a, that's a really impressive thing for coaches. You know, if you can learn, I, I think any, I've been on six or seven different countries, uh, national teams. And I think if you can say, please, thank you. Good morning. Goodbye. And excuse me in their language, mm -hmm. people understand that you have respect for them and their culture, but for hockey, everybody speaks at least hockey English. So I've been in Belarus, for example, where it's not like you're, you're, you're reading uh, Mr. Muggs goes to school in, in, in grade three. Uh, English isn't the first language, but you'd be surprised at how much hockey they will understand. Hmm. You have to get creative. I think personally, people learn in different ways. Like I can tell you, Brady, okay, hey, this is where we want you to be in the offensive zone. And then you've, that's one way of learning. And then I'm going to say, hey, here's a video clip of somebody who plays like you. Uh, for you, that would be Connor McDavid, for example. And here's how Connor <laughs> McDavid plays in the offensive zone. And I've showed you a video. And then now I'm going to draw something on the board for you, the rink board. So that's three ways. And then now we're going to uh, get you on the ice and you're going to practice it. So that's four ways. And then now you got to perform it inside a game. That's five ways for you to learn. And only one of them was really me talking to you. So there's different ways for players to learn. And, and these tournaments that these guys are in, they happen so fast you're not worried about like long distance teaching them. Like we're not going over theories of hockey. It's here's where you have to be. And this is how hard you have to be when you get there. I'll get you out of here on this. UVM has had several players play in the world junior championships. You talk about coaches um, now leaving the program for a period of time to go coach in the junior championships. I'm sure guys that you're playing against have players that are going to be leaving. How does this tournament impact a college season? Uh, remarkably not as heavy as you think. So for our coaches, Steve Wheedler misses two games. Scott Mosher is going to miss, I think, one game for the players. And we have a couple players. One of them will be announced soon. I can't, I can't share who that's going to be. We'll be playing World Juniors because they have to announce it from their national team. Uh, we got Ray Tolan's playing. We have uh, an NLI player uh, who's playing also in the World Junior. Um, somebody else is playing, and then we have a roster, current roster player playing. So it's a great testament to where the program i think is going which is really on steve and scott for the recruiting that they're doing for us here we it's the next man up so with Rava tolan sits gone for example who's going to play for latvia or the other player on our team who's going to be playing who's next who's going to step into that and that might be the opportunity for the player that only got six minutes recently maybe that player is now going to take Rava tolan's 14 minutes and now we can see what that player does so it's a great chance for us to reevaluate the players that we have and put them in positions to succeed well a lot of awesome stuff here for uvm on in the uh on the ice here recently a couple of couple of wins a shootout win against maine and a good weekend series against umass Lowell coming up and some good growth for a lot of the players and coaches on the staff as well todd woodcroft the man at the helm of it all todd thanks for the time as always and we will uh, wish you continued success and a happy holiday season Happy holidays to all the listeners out there, and thanks so much for the support. I hope everybody is uh, warm and healthy and safe this holiday.